Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Primetime action here on MSG Plus and Beeson, Matt Brown, Adam Candy, Kelly Bidlin behind the glass, and Danielle Avari here on the desk. We are, uh, we got a bunch of baseball games that are underway, and we've got some runs on the board now, uh, pretty much across the board here. We have the Astros up, and we got the Braves up on the Dodgers. We got the Red Sox up on the uh, Yankees as well. Adam, what all, what all have we got going on in Major League Baseball? Uh, a whole lot of it uh, as we look at uh, starting in New York with the Yankees, where it has been a struggle for Michael King here early on as the Red Sox have gotten out to a 3 nothing lead on a Raphael Devers home run to the upper deck in right field. Atlanta on a Freddie Freeman home run, one nothing over the L.A. Dodgers. That's the bottom of the second inning as Acuna wraps one out to left and uh, is caught for an out. Houston takes a one nothing lead over the Toronto Blue Jays. Jordan Alvarez uh, in the middle of that for Houston as they were dogs today with Zach Greinke. And a one nothing lead as well for, uh, actually I'd say a uh, 2 nothing lead for the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, as Brian Hayes comes back off the disabled list with a home run uh, for the Pirates. He had a good, he had a good game last night, uh, uh, or the first game back as well for him. Uh, Actually, no, 2-2. I didn't see uh, the, the Marlins have answered 2-2 uh, for the Marlins. 
So we are over on the ice. We are about a little over halfway through the first period. Uh, Montreal, Winnipeg, 0-0 still. Seven minutes left in the first period in that one. If you did want to get in live, you could find minus 120 on the Jets, minus 106 on the Canadians. The total is down to four and a half. And a puck line of plus 165 on the minus one with the Jets and uh, minus 215 on the plus one with the Canadians. Well, I like the Canadians pregame here at the South Point. You can see they actually took a little bit of late money and moved back to make this thing a coin flip. Uh, remember, the Jets are playing shorthanded. No Mark Shifley and Connor Hellebuck gave up four goals in game one. Daniel, do we have any first inning bets? for you get home or crash and burn while we were on break. Well, I did tell you that the Braves got that yes run first inning home for me with there the Dodgers. Um, uh, both of these teams are teams that I love to bet yes run first innings on. So when they go head to head, of course you have to look at the pitching matchup, but I felt pretty confident here. And luckily the Braves were able to eke one out for me. Uh, end of the second inning for that one too. Braves still up one to zero. And then I have coming up in just about two minutes getting under the way, Rays and Rangers. Uh, for this one, I have a uh, no run first inning going on. Then we'll have Twins and Royals also have a yes run first inning there. And then for Tigers, White Sox will go no run first inning. If you do want to get in on those games, uh, the Rays and the Rangers, Josh Fleming versus Kyle Gibson, that is right now sitting minus 134 Rays and Fleming. You can catch one tw plus 112 on Gibson and the Rangers. Uh, twins and the Royals, Matt Shoemaker and Brad Keller. Keller and the Royals, minus 134, favorites over Shoemaker and the Twins. We said this last night, Adam. We will say it yet again. That is the status of this Twins team. Keller and the Royals, minus 134, favorites over them. Uh, the Tigers and the White Sox, Spencer Turnbull and Dallas Keuchel. Keuchel and the White Sox, big favorites of minus 152. You can catch a plus 135 if you shop around and want the Tigers. Also, 810 Eastern, 510 Pacific are the Diamondbacks and the Brewers, Matthew Peacock against Freddie Peralta. Peralta and the Brewers, minus 195, plus 170 on the Diamondbacks. And Adam, I, I say it that way only because, you know, we used to only see these two-to-one favorites in baseball when it was a an absolute ace going going on the hill and I mean look Freddie Peralta don't get me wrong he's, he's he's been good this year but boy you're you're looking at you're looking at two to one on Freddie Peralta it's just times have changed with the way these things are these baseball games are priced these days well beyond Freddie Peralta who by the way is probably the best pitcher you don't know about in the National mm -hmm. League uh I would also look and say the Brewers offense is terrible and so I wouldn't feel at all confident that they're going to give him the runs even against this bad Diamondbacks team yeah, that's, I mean, that is definitely a good point about this Brewers team. It does make you wonder, too, whether they rushed Christian Yelich back from that back injury with him. I mean, they still have him hitting three in the lineup tonight, but he has just not produced at all, and I wonder if he just needs some extended time off to get it going. Primetime action here on VEASAN and MSG Plus as we continue running down these games with first pitches here in just a minute. We have an 8-15 Eastern, 5-15 Pacific in the Reds and the Cardinals. That is Luis Castillo. And then we have him going up against uh, Queen Young Kim. And listen, Kim and the Cardinals, favorites over Luis Castillo and the Reds, Adam. And that lets you know 
that, uh, you know, what type of season Luis Castillo is having. A guy that was just absolutely lights out over the last couple of seasons comes in this year and has just not been able to find it. And with that, he finds himself as a dog here against the Cardinals. Look, the problem with Luis Castillo has been location. I mean, this is a guy who has a devastating changeup. The problem is, if you're not swinging at that changeup, then you're probably going to be successful. He was, through the first month of the year, Matt, he was carrying around a two-whip. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just yeah. so far off the reservation. So I understand it. Um, that being said, uh, I think the reason you're not looking at a bigger dog here is that, and you've talked about this, there are some pretty good performers in that Reds offense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you look at Castillo. I mean, this this line for him is just absolutely absurd. A, a 470 xFIP. His K rate's down to 19, percent and in today's uh, Major League Baseball, Adam, with the way that these pitchers are striking guys out, and especially with Luis Castillo, who is a guy that is one of the elite pitchers at least coming into the season, a 19 percent K rate and a 9.2 percent walk rate. That is why he's getting batted around the yard. He can't strike anybody out, and he's, and he's putting people on base for free. And, you know, I, I would recommend, by the way, uh, this is a slight tangent, but anybody out there who has not read the Sports Illustrated article about the sticky substances being used to help pitchers, mm -hmm. uh, go out and read it and understand just what an advantage pitchers have. And then you look at Luis Castillo and see how many pitchers are imploding this year. Yeah. Not many at all, especially not ones with the talent of Luis Castillo. Yeah, and that's just for, for me – you know, you look and the the spin rate, like you're talking about, the spin rate on some of these guys that are. I'm not going to say anything about what happened yesterday, but there was some there were some spin rates that were down yesterday in Major League Baseball. I'll just put it that way. That's an interesting for uh, guys. That an were, interesting discovery after an yeah, article comes out yeah. talking about how they've been up for guys that were uh, for guys that were really, really, really good, and then the threat of a 10 game suspension comes out, and next thing you know, those spin rates have have plummeted a little bit. One more game here. Uh, actually, a midpoint of the hour. A's and the Rockies. A's on the road in Colorado. Frankie Montas against John Gray. Montas and the A's, minus 143 favorites, and then plus 120 if you're looking here, plus 120 on the Rockies and John Gray. Again, John Gray, the guy, he's been, been there forever. Adam, there for the Rockies. He's much better. Well, I mean, most of the pitchers obviously are much better on the road whenever you're talking about Colorado. That being said, um, you know, look, Gray has, understands how to pitch in Colorado, I guess, just about as well as anyone does. It's just hard for him to have a lot of success. Yeah, I'll pass on this game entirely, largely because you got a guy in Montas who has no experience pitching at Coors. I don't know what you're going to get out of that spot with him. And look, the A's are 33 and 25, but we have talked about the fact that this is a smoke and mirrors team. Uh, Rockies have played a little bit better than expectation, but uh, too much to potentially vary in this game for me. Now join us here on the show, Ron Flatter. He is the host of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, at Ron Flatter on the Twitter machine. And if you like big names in the horse racing industry, you definitely should be listening to his podcast. Gets the very best each and every week. Ron, thanks for joining us, my man. Uh, hey, good evening, Matt. Good evening, Adam. And glad that you could join us here in New York. Uh, the weather got a lot better here in the last couple hours. We had the heavens open uh, for about an hour and some odd here with a thunderstorm, but now it's gorgeous out and it's supposed to be just fine all the way through the Belmont Stakes tomorrow. Ron, before we get into the Belmont itself, um, listen, this is, I think if you're even the the most casual 
horse uh, horse fan out there, you, you know the name Bob Baffert. I mean, like it's it's every single pre-show, every single lead up article to every single Kentucky Derby. Obviously, Baffert's name is attached. He's all over the place. Interviews this, that, and the other. So I think even the most casual fan knows that name. What what would this revelation? What what does this do to his legacy? In your opinion, what does this do? Especially explain this maybe to the casual fan, like. What does this mean? I think some people are listening to this and seeing this and going like, well, what's the big deal here? But, you know, it is a big deal. Well, rules were broken, and there can be all sorts of excuses to say the rules were broken, but rules were broken, and how that's going to be adjudicated going forward here. We're beginning to see this already. Churchill Downs has banned Baffert and his horses and his employees and his thoughts and dreams and prayers for the next two years. That means the next two Kentucky Derbies will be without Bob Baffert. He may lose this one, the one he just won, because of the medication violation that he insists was put on by an ointment, not injected. That should be all the difference in the world. His side says Kentucky authorities sound like they're going to say, no, 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 the rule's the rule. Kentucky Horse Racing Commission yet to say that Medina Spirit's been disqualified. The New York Racing Association here has banned Baffert from being on any of its tracks, so he doesn't have horses in the Belmont Stakes, although he hasn't since 2018 anyway. And then you're going to see other jurisdictions like his home base in California has got to address this. They said they've been waiting for Kentucky to come down with what it's going to do. And then the domino effect, I think, is just going to continue to cascade. And I think this is the biggest the biggest scandal in horse racing history. There was a kidnapping of a horse named Shergari in Ireland years ago, and there was a uh, some folks who tried to beat the system and put down some pick six bets on the Breeders' Cup after the races had already started. Yeah, those were pretty scandalous. What you guys just mentioned a moment ago, casual fans. Racing isn't what it was in 1968 when there was a drug positive that took down a Kentucky Derby winner. People knew the ins and outs of the sport far more. Now the drive-by fan, the casual fan, the mainstream fan just hears about Baffert, just hears about the drug positives, and for that reason, I think the damage, the collateral damage is going to be far greater on horse racing than we've seen with any kind of controversy before. Ron, I think the other thing that uh, even a casual fan will know is what you just talked about when it comes to the Belmont and the fact that the heavens had opened up in New York. Uh, what does that do to the track and how does that affect how you might be looking at the field? Well, think of it this way. If your garden gets all soaked the night before, by the time the afternoon comes the next day, it's dry as a bone as long as the sun is out. And that's exactly what's going to happen here. The track will be dry. It will be fast. It's going to be a beautiful day. should be moderate temperatures. And I don't think we'll have any impact on the race. Now, we certainly had impact on races today. That was a whole different story. But tomorrow, it's a new day. The bigger issue right now is who's going to ride known agenda. He's a six-to-one shot Florida Derby winner who finished ninth in the Kentucky Derby. To me, has the breeding to win this race, and I'm keying my tickets around the number six horse. I talked to Todd Pletcher very briefly this morning, and he said he's not going to name a replacement jockey until tomorrow, race day. Whoa, what? Why a replacement jockey? Because Irad Ortiz, the three-time champion jockey, reigning champion here in the U.S., suffered in a spill some injuries yesterday he's going to be all right i talked to his agent today head and forearm injuries that will keep him off the track for 10 days to two weeks which means he will miss the belmont stakes and known agenda needs a new rider best guesses right now javier castellano who's also a previous champion rider 
and Irod Ortiz's brother, Jose, a very good rider in his own, he could also end up taking the ride. So waiting to see what happens there, and that's the biggest development we're waiting to find out in terms of the other shoe to fall. So if we look at the odds here, Ron, of course, the the favorite essential quality was five for five before finishing fourth at the Kentucky Derby. Uh, people might remember the name as uh, people tend to bet the, the Kentucky Derby more heavily than, than they do the rest of the races here. Essential quality that much better than the rest of the field right now? On merit, he should be. I mean, he is the best. He's the most decorated horse in terms of achievement coming up to this past month. Yes, Rombauer won the Preakness as an 11 to 1 long shot. Medina Spirit won the Kentucky Derby as a 12 to 1 long shot. It's only been six times, by the way, in Triple Crown history, all since 1996, that all the race winners were at least 5 to 1. So we might be sitting on the precipice of this, but essential quality would not fill that bill. If he gets back to what he was able to do before, chase the early pace setter and then pounce late in the race, this race really sets up well for him. He's bred to go the extra distance, the mile and a half. His sire, Tappet, has been responsible for three of the last six Belmont Stakes winners run at a mile and a half. That throws out last year when they only went a mile and an eighth because of the COVID situation. So I think he can bounce back. I'm not keying my tickets around him because I don't think at two to one, and I think it would be shorter than that. I think he could be as short as eight to five at post time. I just don't think you can get value there. I'll include him. I'm not going to be stupid enough to throw him off my tickets, but I just don't see any value there. I think I'm going to see more with known agenda and another and a long shot you might want to hear about a little bit later on here. You're not going to make the people wait, Ron, are you? You're going to make the people wait for your long shot? You tease it like that. Yeah. I feel like we need to hear it. Oh, it depends on when you ask me. <laughs> Ron, <laughs> I lead you down that garden path? Yeah, it's overtook. Todd Pletcher trains known agenda. Todd Pletcher also trains overtook. This is a horse that's just a maiden winner. Finished second in the Withers Stakes here in New York. Then he finished third in the Peter Pan at Belmont Park. Doesn't sound like a lot, but he's going to have blinkers added, which means horses normally to get blinkers after they haven't had them will tend to be more forward early in the race. And that's probably something he would need in order to do well late in the race because there's not a big home stretch here at Belmont Park. 365 yards, it's not a lot of room to operate when you're coming off a big turn. But I think he has, again, he's also got the same sire as known agenda, and that is Curlin, who missed by that much from winning this race back in 2007 when he lost to the Philly Rags to Riches. Also trained by Todd Pletcher. So at 20 to 1, to me of the long shots, the longest long shots on the board, he's one to include. He's looked good in workouts. And again, his breeding with AP Indy, his damn sire, that's his father or grandfather on his mother's side. That suggests he can also get the distance. So overtook number eight is the long shot to include in your tickets. Ron, then who is the biggest fate? Who is the horse in this field that you are going to have no exposure to and you would recommend other people not have exposure to? It's Ron Bauer, the Preakness winner, the only horse in this eight-horse field that won his last race. It's been 10 years since the Preakness had so few horses that were last out winners. But he's a closer. Again, you don't have a lot of room to maneuver. In the last 90 times they've run the Belmont Stakes at the mile-and-a-half distance, the last 90 times, only five horses have been more than two lengths off the lead coming to the top of the stretch and won the race. 
It's just not set up for closers. It's also not set up for Preakness horses coming back off the three-week break and having to add the extra distance, five-sixteenths more of a mile. You're asking a horse then to come through and do something with short notice that he's never done before, and historically, that doesn't happen. In fact, in recent years, the only time it's happened in the last, if I got my facts right, enough, 15 runnings of the Belmont at a mile and a half, a couple of horses you may have heard of, American Pharaoh and Justify, the only two Preakness horses to then come back and win the Belmont. So I think Ron Bauer's got a lot of strikes against him. When it's all said and done, who wins? I'm going to say known agenda. I think this he's set up for a big race. He had won the Florida Derby before he wound up with trouble in the Kentucky Derby. He drew the one post at the Kentucky Derby. That's the kiss of death to begin with. So he really never had a shot and still closed some good ground late in the race to finish ninth. So he's much better drawn at number six. So I'm going to go with known agenda. My exact plays will include essential quality and overtook. I'll box the three of them. So in essence, you're getting a multiple bets there and doing so. And then if I'm going to add another horse to go deeper with my trifecta bets, I would look at Hot Rod Charlie, the third place horse in the Kentucky Derby. Of the five horses that were in the Kentucky Derby that are now in the Belmont Stakes, he finished best of them. And so I don't know, though, that he necessarily can get the mile and a half. Some ways you can say he's bred to it. Some ways you can't. There's a lot of guesswork in, in terms of him. Uh, and, of course, he has Flavian Pratt, who won the Preakness on Rombauer. He's switching back to Hot Rod Charlie for this race. So I, I would add him to go deeper in my exotics. He's got a podcast named after him. It's the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. You should definitely go ahead and subscribe to that. At Ron Flatter on the Twitter machine. Ron, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Hey, great to be with you guys. Cash some tickets. We are going to try. I'm going to take his advice. So there, there we have it. Last tickets time you are just, going, tickets. I, I didn't even. I didn't even. You bet all the ones that had the alcohol in it. I think. Yeah, and I didn't. I, yeah, <laughs> that was a Kentucky Derby. Kentucky yeah. Derby. Oh, okay. yeah, Derby. Anything fine. that had bourbon in it, you were like, "That's we my horse." We know we're lighting money on fire every year for the Kentucky Derby. The that, previous I, I might have forgotten about, honestly. Yeah, I I bet known agenda in the Kentucky Derby, and so I'm actually heartened by the fact that Ron still thinks that this is a viable horse to come back with. I I think he uh, I think he may have talked me into it. I love horse names. Known agenda. That's a good one. Which one are you betting based off nothing but the name? I'm going to need to look more oh, okay. at the names and do you, really do some name handicapping. You, do you have a first thing run, yes or no, on any of them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first quarter of mile winner? Is that a Honestly, you should not get into horse racing because that, that could be very bad yeah, for she, you. Yeah, she'll be over there at the race everything's done day. in two minutes. Yeah, like, like, you, you get, oh, I mean, tell me bam, more. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to pay attention very long Can't at lose all. if you bet on every horse, yeah, though, right? Yeah, I mean, this is something you should <laughs> definitely not do. All right, we did have two added bets to the show uh, during the uh, interview. Adam Candy went in live on the Canadians at Even Money. Which, are we at the end of the first period? I'm the guessing habitants? that's why I'm watching. Yes, the, the, we have ended one period. The Canadians are... Uh, <laughs> you, I, I was wondering if you were going to say... Oh, <laughs> if you were going to correct There's it. no way I'm letting he that go always, by. He's always like, the Canadians. The, the Canadians. Canadians. The, the Canadians is, is Canadians. no. The Canadians are the Blue Jays playing in Buffalo <laughs> right now. The Canadians are the Montreal hockey team. <laughs> sorry, uh, I also added. <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah, you, you wouldn't pull that on McNeil. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. you wouldn't pull that on Andy McNeil. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also added Reggie Jackson over two and a half threes. Oh, well, we'll get your uh, explanation yeah. on that. 
whenever we come back on the other side here. We'll look at the we'll look at that uh, Clippers and Mavericks game a little bit more in depth here. We'll also take a look at the scoreboard. There have been some more runs scored in Major League Baseball as well. So, uh, known agenda it is. Known agenda. Ron Flatter, known agenda. I prefer an unknown agenda myself. I'm doing it, Ron Flatter. I'm telling yes. you, man, we're going to win some money. Primetime action here on MSG+. Plus. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. You wouldn't settle for watching a blurry TV, would you? So why settle for just okay TV sound? Upgrade your streaming and sound all in one with Roku Stream Bar. This powerful two-in-one upgrade for any TV lets you stream your favorite entertainment in brilliant 4K HDR picture and hear every detail with auto speech clarity. Whether you're hosting a party or just cleaning the house, turn it up and rock out with iHeartRadio and room-filling sound. Learn more about Roku Stream Bar today at Roku.com. Happy streaming. Join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app and use promo code VSIN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Don't wait. Sign up now and new customers get a deposit bonus of up to $500. That's code VSIN when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Must be 18 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Matt Brown. Kelly, I invite you to update our audience on what's going on in the world of sports. And let's do that. Over in the NHL, we're still at the uh, first first intermission or just the intermission, Adam? It's it would the, be first, the first intermission. It's the first intermission. Let's see if you can because get the Because there's two right intermissions. The yes. Canadiens they, well and done. the Jets. Nil-nil. Mm. He's a fast learner. Hi, bro. No. Hi, bro. 
No, this Sco- is not a soccer game. <laughs> I just wanted to set Adam off. Scoreless end of one. <laughs> live numbers. Jets minus 120. Canadiens minus 110. Three and a half. Your live total shaded to the over. Over in Major League Baseball, Nationals and Phillies all tied at one bottom of the fifth. The Phillies minus 130 live. Uh, Nationals, even money coming back the other way in five and a half. The live total. Pirates up on the Marlins, three to two, bottom of the third inning. Pirates minus $2 live. Marlins plus 165, 10 and a half the total. Braves still with that one nothing lead over the Dodgers. We are in the top of the fourth now. Uh, Braves minus 170 live. Dodgers plus 140, six and a half the total. Brewers leading the Diamondbacks uh, one to nothing, top of the second. No live numbers currently up for that game. Uh, Reds Cardinals just getting underway. That is 0 0, bottom of the first. The Red Sox still have that three nothing lead over the Yankees. That is bottom of the fifth inning now. Red Sox minus six fifty live. Yankees plus four fifty six and a half live total, shaded to the over. Indians and Orioles still scoreless. That is into the top of the fifth now. Indians minus one twenty live. Orioles minus one ten, and four and a half the total. Astros three Blue Jays nothing. Bottom of the fifth. Astros minus five fifty live. Blue Jays four to one. Uh, coming back the other way, six and a half the total. And Rays, Rangers, scoreless bottom of the second. Twins, Royals, scoreless bottom of the first. Tigers, White Sox, scoreless bottom of the second. And those of us keeping score at home, I am looking for a Royals run right here. They have a runner on first and second. Right. Zero outs. All right. Six outs, Alvari looking for a run here in this one. In that Nats-Phillies game, we said we're going to take a look at that pitching matchup and keep that one, Adam. Uh, Scherzer's gone four innings, four hits. One earned, one walk, and three Ks for him. He's thrown 50 pitches through four. Uh, Wheeler, five innings, two hits against. One walk, five Ks for him. He has gone 68 pitches so far. So it is the pitching matchup we thought we would get here. Uh, neither guy getting a bunch of support from his uh, from his guys because the other guy, the, the guy on the hill on the other side, is doing his part. So uh, two hits given up by Wheeler, only four hits given up by Scherzer, each with one earned. Yeah, pretty much the matchup you'd expect between two middling teams in the NL East who've got their best pitchers going and not much offense to speak of. Uh, Kelly, let's uh, let's talk about the prop that you added and what what made you add that prop. Reggie Jackson uh, went over two and a half, so he's in the starting lineup tonight. They've been kind of shuffling around these guards a little bit. Uh, you know, like Rondo's still been getting minutes, but he's not getting many shots. So this was one I kind of had circled earlier um, and then found a nice little price on it. He, he His last game, so he went played 29 minutes. I mean, he had, it was his best game of the series. He had 20 points, but you can tell over the past few games, they're leaning on him more and more. He had thir- 31 minutes the game before that, 34 minutes the game before that, 30 before that, and the shot attempts, which we always talk about, the volume just keeps going up and up. He had 12 three-pointer uh, three attempts last game, eight before that, 10 before that, eight before that. Uh, he's been over two and a half on every single one of those games. So, like, you know, I, I think he stepped up. I think he showed last game that he kind of is their, gosh, it's tough to say this, but maybe their most reliable third scorer right now. Well, I mean, listen, like you said, I mean, you, you made the case right there when it comes down to it is, is volume, right? I mean, that's that's the thing that we talk about with a lot of these, and especially the the three-point props is – we just want to make sure that the attempts will be there. They may they may not go down, Adam. You might lose it because the guy's just off that night. But I mean, we're we're really just going for those attempts, and then you go in and you're like, okay, I feel good about these attempts, and that's where I'm going to put the money. Some props and some bets, the math is hard to do. This isn't hard to do. 
right? You look at you look at how someone is shooting, you look at the attempts that they're mm -hmm. getting, and especially now. My favorite part about it now is that we're at the time of year where you've got plenty of history of how these two teams are playing each other, right? We are six games into this series now, and you can see exactly how Dallas is choosing to go about things. Yeah, and this was this is a graphic. I gotta give a shout out to Jacob Roach, one of our great producers here at Beeson. He put he put this together and I saw this note he had on it about look at 68% of his shots coming from beyond the arc. So I mean you're talking about a guy, two-thirds over two-thirds of the shots. There you have it, Kelly. The prop makes sense. Well done, <laughs> sir. Uh, we're going to take a look at the golf and Memorial. They uh, made up that round, and we'll see if Kelly and I have any guys that are live. This is primetime action here on MSG+. Plus. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point, and there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at go.tcl.com slash TV.
The Belmont Stakes is Saturday evening, and the VSIN horse racing experts are analyzing the horses, track conditions, and prior race results to find the betting edge. Our team is here to get you ready to make your best bet on the final race of the Triple Crown. Visit vsin.com slash horses to find our full race coverage, special offers from our partners, including a $20 credit at the VSIN store, and picks from horse racing specialists, including Dave Tooley, Ron Flatter, Jeff Siegel, Millie Ball, and Jeremy Plonk. That's vsin.com slash horses. Matt Brown. Still scoreless between Montreal and Winnipeg. We have got going here in the second period, about a minute and a half in. That said, Winnipeg on the power play here, Adam. Jets with the extra man as they try to avoid going down 2-0 at home in this series to a Canadiens team that a lot of people thought would be home by now after being down 3-1 to the Toronto Maple Leafs. They uh, went off even on this game, minus 105 on both sides here in Las Vegas. And uh, here come the... Habs shorthanded two on one, and they score. Wow, there we go. Look at that. All right. Wow, gorgeous shot there from Tyler Toffoli, who uh, had been a little bit quiet here down the uh, playoff stretch for the Canadiens, but gets one past Connor Hellebuck and Montreal up one nothing. I like that with my live bet on the Canadiens at even money. Well done, sir. Uh, Looking at the Clippers and the Mavericks again. We'll we'll do a full preview of this one next segment, but. this number continues to ping pong back and forth between two and a half and three. So again, depending on what team you want to back here, if you want to back the Clippers, wait a little bit. It'll go back down to two and a half. If you want to get the the Mavericks, wait a little bit. It'll get to three. So just uh, make sure that you uh, keep watching on this because I mean, it, it, and it's all the books too. I mean, I'm watching this thing at all the books and it's lighting up, going back and forth between two and a half and three. So uh, if you want to, you can shop around as well if you have multiple outs and multiple accounts out there. So we didn't quite make up everything at the Memorial, Kelly, but at least we have a decent idea of who is and isn't going to make the cut. There's still some people who are going to have to finish their round in the morning. But what we did see was a real big charge from Patrick Cantlay. He goes five under today, moves into the lead in the tournament. Another big, uh, a nice round going for John Rahm. And here's the interesting thing about this. So John Rahm now listed as the favorite, but he still has seven holes to play in his yeah. second round. He he could very well shoot four over on those final seven holes or whatever. So it's a very interesting – we don't even know. I mean, things could go completely haywire. Now, he would have to, like, snowman a couple of holes. I mean, he'd have to go eight, eight, five or something on holes. He could, he could in theory, still miss the cut. Yeah, I'm a, it's kind of interesting because there's – I think you'd agree with me. I would. There's no way you should bet that number because even if he somehow went, I don't know, finished at ten under par, he's not going to be that much worse. He's probably still still two to one yeah. to win it. So yeah. the only way you can real this number could get a lot worse for you. It's not going to get any better. Uh, you do have Colin Morikawa still lurking. He is T2 with John Rahm at 7 under. He is 1 under through 11, so he's got a lot of holes left to play as well. Scotty Scheffler, uh, who was up there with a really good 67 round 1, uh, only a 71 in round 2, but that does still have him as outright 4. Uh, Xander Shoffley, a guy that I'm on in this one, um, he is 1 under through 11 holes in his second round. So that puts him at five under T5 with another guy. I'm on Ricky Fowler, who is two under through 10, puts him at five under 
as well. Some other guys, some big names that are still very live in this. So I think we're going to have a pretty fun weekend, Kelly, when it's all said and done. I mean, Tony Finau is still around. Max Home is still around. Justin Thomas is still around and lurking. You could even have a, a decent little finishing because he's still out on the course for his second round. Hideki Matsuyama is still out there. So we, we could have some really, really big names that are going to be vying for this on the weekend. Yeah, I mean, I like to the leaderboard a lot. You know, for everybody out there watching golf, the leaderboard looks a lot better today than it did mm-hmm. yesterday. I liked how it looked yesterday a little bit better, Matt, when Morikawa was a couple shots up and uh, guys like Rom and Cantlay weren't up there. But, I mean, honestly, for the guys that we have going, Morikawa and, Morikawa and Shoffley, who are playing together, I believe, in this second round, uh, in the in the first couple round grouping, um, I think it's a good thing to get them off the course when they're only one under. I think it's good for us that they, mm. they're now off the course one under through 11 holes or through 12 holes. Um you know, get them off because John Rom, like I, I want him off the course too, and he's yeah. four under right now. So, um, yeah, I think that's good for us moving forward. This this is scary with some of these names. Justin Thomas, Finau lurking. Um, yeah, I don't know about the updated numbers. I think we I think we did identify some good stuff yesterday. Some of these guys didn't cooperate, but you know, yeah. Fowler was a name we threw out there mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, you know, Hovland, Hovland, you could get even a better number on now, but I, I think he's still he's not out of it. What's he at two under par? Yeah, no, he, I mean, he's forty to one on him right now. That's pretty attractive to me. Quick interjection, guys, to update you: the Mavericks starting lineup out. Now, uh, Luca Hardaway Jr., Finney Smith, Porzingis, and say Boban. I will say it for you. Boban's in the starting line. Boban. Listen, stick with what works. I mean, like, stick with, there's no reason for them to mess with what was working in that. Look, having Boban out there changes the dynamic and changes the offense that I think the Clippers, Kelly, you made a good point that they were they were not driving as much with Boban out there and not trying to get to the hole as much with Boban out there. And I think that really does kind of change the way that the Clippers play. I think it's, I think it's and, and even, and maybe it was just a mind thing, you know, yeah. like, but I think when you've got experienced players who are like, like a Kawhi, like a Paul George, who are used to kind of seeing everything, but then they see something they're They have not planned for after hours of planning. I think if anything, it just gets in their head. I mean, it's like, okay, he's a seven foot four guy out there or whatever he's listed. I don't even know what Boban's yeah. listed at. Boban is is. I would imagine if I was driving to the hole and Boban was standing there, yeah, get it would out make the way. me think twice as well. You think so? You wouldn't go. Yeah. You wouldn't go hard no. into the paint. No. Uh, this is another thing, by the way, that uh, if you were considering playing my favorite prop on Kristaps Porzingis under on rebounds, you'll love to see it. You want to see yeah. Boban in the game. Good point. You want to make sure he's not spending any time at the five, uh, and that obviously will minimize the amount of time. I actually. Never, Kelly, I never found the price that I really wanted. I ended up cutting my bet size in half at that uh, minus 150 for six. I think and that's a half. smart. But what I ended up doing was I found another book that was offering 22 and a half as the total on points and rebounds. And look, the props are out there 15 and a half, five and a half. You want to give me standard juice on 22 and a half? I'll play that a- absolutely. Under as well. I don't think he's going to go over on his point prop anyway, so that might be a better way to play it overall. While we have a quick couple seconds here, okay. It is Gil Alexander's birthday today. So happy birthday, Gil, who is back with us on Monday. We've been been missing you on the show, even though Adam's been a fantastic fill-in. We'll see you back on Monday, Gil. Have a good time this week. That's an actual... That's his body post-vacation. That that is an actual... (laughs) 
<laughs> that is an actual photo. Um, he he. That is a hat that Gil owns. So that is an actual photo. Yeah, we'll Kelly, try to started, get him to wear it on Monday. And we'll you have started him. a bad tradition of not talking about our birthdays on this show. We did not know this was happening today. Well, we totally knew it was happening. Yeah, that's why we just uh, built a graphic for it. No one told me. We're going to look at the props for we're going to look at the props for this Clippers and Mavericks game. See if there's anything else maybe that we like, maybe some stuff that we want to get our money down on. It's primetime action here on MSG Plus and Visa. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, use promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. And now it is time for Prop Watch. One game to look at tonight. We know it. Clippers versus Mavs. We have Luka's prop sitting at 31 and a half for his points. His points, rebounds, and assists combined at 48 and a half. If we look at Kawhi Leonard, bad game five for him, so maybe a bounce back spot tonight. Points at 29 and a half. Points, rebounds, and assists at 42 and a half. But I know you guys like to look a little bit farther down the board usually. So Nicholas Batum, points prop at eight and a half. Rebounds, five and a half. Assists, one and a half. And points, rebounds, and assists at 16 and a half. I think this number on Luca has changed mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, three pointers on him when we looked earlier had moved to three and a half. Um, and you were actually getting plus money on it. So I think a lot of people, yep. So it is, it has moved to three and a half plus 111. So even, uh, even at the plus 120, people were betting the over on that one, Adam. And again, as we pointed out, and this is not to say, that it'll happen here. I mean, he's been shooting very efficiently from three, but he is he has made at least five threes in every game except for the net game. So whenever he was having the the trouble with his neck, he was one of seven from deep. But outside of that, he's made at least five in the other four games, and he's putting them up at a pretty rapid rate as well. So if you find a book with the two and a half that's still there, again, at DraftKings, it has moved to three and a half. But if mm-hmm. you find one with two and a half, I would certainly look at the over. And I think this is something for maybe newer betters that we should talk about. Don't just immediately fire. If you see that two and a half, take a look at what the actual, what the price is. Because mm-hmm. one of the books here in Las Vegas where I saw the two and a half is juiced to minus 220. So you really don't want to have to be in a spot where you're betting $22 to win 10. I'm telling you, Luca... I mean, this this is I don't Kelly. You made this probably a couple hours ago. Yeah, this this is graphic. I mean, yeah, we're. I'm glad you didn't put juice on here because people <laughs> have are not stopping betting Luca. I mean, uh, his point props at 31 and a half. It is used to 143 minus 143 on the over. There are if some you, books in Vegas that are at 32 and a half now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. It's just and again, what what can you point to? And this is where I will I'll throw this to you. What could you point to outside of again a neck injury, which we can only assume he slept well? Nothing. I don't. You don't even need to finish the sentence. Nothing. I, I, I can't. I cannot make a case to play under anything, Luca, unless his neck hurts. 
so let's put it this way. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about the PRA. I'm assuming that was the end of your question, Matt. <laughs> well, I look at Adam. I thought he was going to add in. I thought he was going to add in something there as well. I well, mean, I, I was. I, I, yeah, it's it's it's. I just think like I mean, if, if if you're looking if you're looking at Luca and you're trying to find a reason to get to that, I mean, it's 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 you know you're getting plus money if you want the under thirty one and a half. I know a lot of people. Maybe someone at the end of this desk likes plus money. I don't know. You know, can't really, stay away from it. <laughs> can't stay away from the plus money bets. Um, what are you what are you looking for? To maybe draw you to that bet, or you just there's no way in the world. You basically gonna ask me, is there a reason to bet the under? And the only reason to bet the under is if you believe that whatever Luca aggravated is something that could be aggravated again, and whatever ailed him in games three and four mm -hmm. is something that he could potentially re-aggravate. But we didn't see any sign of that in game five. So you know, if you are essentially dealing with what you think is a healthy player then there's no more injury risk involved in that prop than there would be with anybody else. And we, I mean, like, I'll, let's be fair. I'll be, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm sitting there saying I would not play anything under on Luka, but there's still that little part in my mind that, that knows he's not fully healthy that I'm not mm. firing on on any of these overs. Like, it, it's just a pass. As, as far as that three-point prop goes, I mean, it, we talk about volume. He doesn't even have to be incredibly efficient so long as he gets up the volume that he's been getting up. So, again, outside of the net game, he shot 11, he shot 13, he shot 13, and he shot 12. So he doesn't even have to be all that efficient to hit four of those things to get you over the three and a half. And if you're, again, if your book has the two and a half and it's not juiced to something wild, then over two and a half, I would, if we had, if I had, I did not pay attention earlier today, Adam, if I would have paid attention to that earlier today and seen a two and a half, had it not gotten to that ridiculous juice like you're talking about, that would have been a put down max. Yeah, on, on that. Absolutely. Uh, no, I understand exactly where you're coming from just based on volume. Uh, Kelly very studiously points out that uh, Aaron Judge has given you the Alex Rodriguez special there, down 5 nothing homers against the Red Sox. So it is 5 to 5-1 uh, Red Sox leading the Yankees, a Marwin Gonzalez two-run double in the last inning after Michael uh, King was pulled, and uh, Yankees are prohibitive dogs here. In the hockey game where Montreal is leading Winnipeg one nothing. Canadiens are also on the power play here at the moment midway through the second period. The rest of these Luka props are pretty interesting. I mean, if you look at... Again, like we were talking about, I mean, if you look at what he's done just in this series, and again, it, season averages are a bit tricky... If you're going and looking at season averages, this is more of just a tip for when you're betting props. Like, so yep. season averages are a little bit tricky if you go and look because they are not playing the minutes that they're playing during the regular season that they're playing in the playoffs. Like these guys have upped their minutes by three, four, five minutes a game whenever they're and, – and, and if it's close, you're, you could see this guy out – you know, you could see him out there for – you know, you can see him out there for 42 minutes tonight. Yeah, and the, you know? the other part of that, too, is when, when the bench is shortened, when those minutes increase for some of those guys, roles change a little bit, too, mm -hmm. right? So, and like, I mean, we've talked about Porzingis, and he was coming back a bit from an injury, but I, that's part of it, too. I, I mean, why he's on the outside, it's because of mm -hmm. matchups and roles that you have within these matchups. So I think it's, I think it's always a smart idea to... Like you want to be confident when it, when you're betting props way more than me. Like I I want to be very confident in what I bet on those. Maybe even more so than side totals. And sometimes they still don't get home, but you got to be able to live with it. Uh, do you think Kelly that you're just a little gun shy after last night? 
No. After losing I mean, two I went props off, by a total of a point and a half. I went out and fired on Reggie Jackson. That's what I'm saying. Like, you've got to, mm. like, that was one of those scenarios last night where you have to be able to sit back afterward and say, I lost McCollum by one point. I had t- over 22. He had 21. He had 19 points, like, three minutes into the third quarter. The process was right. It should have gotten home. Composo last night. He dropped seven points in the second quarter. I had under nine and a half. He, do, he doesn't score in the second half, finishes with 10. The process was there. It was everything that I had talked through. You just don't get the results. So I think it's, a, it's one thing we try to talk about yeah. a lot on this show, right? Get the right process. Know why you're betting it, what you're doing. And, and you know, the, you can only control so much from there. So while I was adamantly on the under 48 and a half PRA, which is points, rebounds, assists for LeBron last night, I will say this, and this is not a a big edge, but just, uh, you know, for what it's worth, if you want to get some action down, if you want to put, you know, some pizza money or something like that, (laughs) my projections at 50.8 for him in in this. So, I mean, you know, there is a slight edge to the over in, in this. I wouldn't bet a rebounds prop or an assist prop just straight up because we've seen him have like crazy rebound games and crazy assist games but like sometimes they don't necessarily all add up so I would either bet points or I would bet PRA or I'd bet three pointers but I wouldn't necessarily bet just a single rebound or a single assist well and Matt I just want to let you expound on that point for a second you're saying there's about a difference of two plus yeah right but last night with LeBron, that difference was nearly six in your projection. Right, right, right? which was why that was like a, a, a definite bet, right? Like that was like a full-on definite bet, where this one is – this one's certainly a lean. If somebody said, hey, man, you got to play that tonight, I'm playing the over. Um, but uh, not hey, really big enough to trigger. Matt, I don't know what your numbers say about Kawhi, but I, I feel like just looking at, at our graphic with everything we've got on it, I would play – when I'm talking Luka and Kawhi, the only thing I would consider playing would be the overs – on their points plus rebounds plus assists for both guys. Because Kawhi is a little bit the same way. Yeah, so Kawhi's, if you can find 42.5, which is what's up on the screen right there, about the same, again, as far as an edge goes, a little over two. Like, I have that at kind of like 44.7. So that's a that's a pretty decent, you know, again, two and, two and change there. A little bit of an edge as well. So I, I do like both of those stars to really and, – and here's the other thing about this from a – from a Kawhi standpoint, Kelly, if you want to even further this a little bit more, is so this elimination game for them. So right. unless this thing literally is a thirty-point game in the fourth quarter, he is not. He's not coming off the court, right? I mean, this is this is one minutes. of those like, hey, yeah. we got to rest him because he's going to be. You know, we got to make sure that he's hundred percent for next game. Literally, it'd have to be a thirty-point game in the fourth quarter for them to pull pull these guys off, and so you're not worried about him heading to the bench early either, right? Because when we talk about props, we talk about telling yourself what you believe the story of this game is going to be, and also understanding what you think the range of outcomes yeah. for this game is going to be. And I don't think you look at the Clippers and the Mavs and anything that's happened yeah. in this series and see blowout either direction. And, and, and the very point. Now, I guess that we were asking. So, what was it, it, just to be fair? I was asking the question of. What can we do to see this go under for Luka? That would be the scenario, right? So a blowout in the fourth quarter. That that would be it because they're, yeah. they're going to get him to the bench. Because then he like, goes yeah. on the bench. Yeah, yes. Like they're going to get him to the bench for sure because they're, any chance they would ever have in the next round is all on that guy. So that would be another scenario. But as Adam mentioned, I mean, we're not talking about – too many, too many blowouts here. So the ones, okay. So bets though that we have, in case people missed it earlier in the show, the bets that we have 
actually all props for this game coming up because nobody has a side or a total, right? Nobody has no. a side or total. Right. I have a series price on the Clippers. And then I have I played Reggie Jackson over the two and a half threes. Adam, you played? I played a half bet on uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis under six and a half rebounds because it's at minus 150. I didn't want to pay the uh, enormous juice. and But the bet that I do have, regular bet, is on Porzingis 22 and a half at minus 110 under. So we, I'm we yeah, got 23 and a half even on our graphics. So I don't know if it's still out there. And then for me, um, I'm also looking for uh, now that this thing's moved to three, I think there's, you know, could be a pretty decent chance to get an in game here and get a number that you'd be that, that you'd be looking for. So Good I'm point. going to you be, and I will both be looking Mavericks yeah. live. I would say anything over seven for myself. Yeah. So any anything like that, uh, especially with the way that Luca has been playing, I think that they can come back from from a six or seven point deficit. So I'll be kind of looking for that as we get going here. Talk to Andy McNeil about the late hockey game as well. It is primetime action here on MSG Plus. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs starting on March 13th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.